Welcome to the Stripped Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right. Whether they're quick as a wink or slower than a crawl from the flag to alcohol, I just realized I could have used crawl there, even though I said crawl. It doesn't matter. We're It's All Been Done, the podcast. I love the sound of him moving around. That's my co-host, Evan. If he could talk, if he could walk, what do you say to me? What would you say to me? What do you want to say to me? You got something to say? I just, I just like doing this podcast with you. Hmm. That's not what your eyes say. What do my eyes say? Mm. I'm scared of you. <laughs> I'm in the, the beta position right now. <laughs> We're both in the beta position. We're both in the betas. <laughs> we're just Man. seeing. We're both seeing how low we can get our heads. This podcast does have big double beta energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Neither we're, we're master betas. Oh, we are master betas. Is there a position lower than beta? Are there gammas? I think so, but like the like we're talking like the uh, fucking MRA bullshit. Yes. Like where oh, it's yeah. like I'm an Omega Man. We're we're red pilled. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Both take or not. There's like the like alpha beta, and then there's like. There's one that's outside, like that they're all trying to be where they're outside the pecking order. Oh, better than Alpha. Yeah. Well, not, not better. Yes, better. In their, in their, like, like, in their language. Like their lone wolf yes. fucking disgusting toxic masculine and bullshit. Sure. Man. Sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I just wondered if, because uh, I mean, is there somebody lower than, is there somebody who the looked down upon people look down upon? Children. Children, yeah. <laughs> we call them lambdas. Yeah. We call them delta variants. Epsilons. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Habiba, habiba, habiba. Oh, cowboy bebop, cowboy bebop. If you could what walk, you... where would you go? Boy, oh boy. Ain't that a question. Uh, number one, I do dream of walking someday. I hope that happens to me. Um, number two, if I could walk, where would I go? The Beguiling in Toronto, Canada. Toronto, Ontario, Canada. What's that? Um, I don't know, but whenever I open my Google Maps, uh, I must have, when I visited Toronto, accidentally saved it as, like, the one saved location I have on Google Maps. Mm-hmm. So it always pops up with a flag in Canada. I and you've, probably, never, you've never checked it out? I think, I think it's, it's like a, a haunted video thing, where I, if you check it out, it comes for you. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I think it may have been a comic book store that I was like, oh, this would be maybe fun to do when I'm in Toronto. So you, like, you, like, click on it, and it takes you to this weird video, and you watch it, and then, like, the phone rings, and it's like... 85 years. <laughs> what? Ah, I'll probably die of natural causes before yeah, they come Yeah, that's for me. actually a really good deal. If I'm not going to die before 85 years, damn, I might be longest longest man. Yeah. What's what is long, longest long man? <laughs> What's longest man record? What's longest man record? Uh 52 feet. Damn. That's a long man. That's a spaghettified man. That's a spaghetti man. What man, we should bring Guinness up to a black hole and have them Die. Die. <laughs> I hate the Guinness Book of World. No, have them measure me as I'm being spaghettified within this worst child radius mm-hmm. of a black hole. Yeah, and you'll be the longest man. Yeah, I'll be the long, long man. So, like, but also you'd live forever, kind of. Because the the moment that you... Yeah. It, it, theoretically. Zeno's arrow paradox. You would... No, I mean, even in real life. Well... It's not the fact that, like, you're... Because you're... you're time is... It, it, they, they bend time, too, don't they? The black well, holes? I mean, we don't know anything. I mean, yeah, maybe. We don't know anything. I mean, all I know is that... Are they I, even a hole? Are they even black? I don't know. I don't think so. I think we just call them that because it's convenient. Weird. That's we, weird of us. It is weird it's of us. It's weird of us to apply names to stuff. I, uh, you shouldn't be allowed to say what something's name is until you know everything about it. That's true. That, or it tells you. That's why I've never called you Evan on this podcast. One day I'll figure out all of your eccentricities and all of your... And then I'll call you something. Mm-hmm. On that day, I'll feel like I've truly earned it. So when you say my co-host and a bunch of static just comes out of your mouth. <laughs> I have to really, I have to take little parts of the rest of the episode like, eh, v, eh, n, and then I edit them together. <laughs> um, yeah, because I know that the, the, the listeners, they're doing their fan art. They need like sort of a conceptualization of who you and I are, what we look like. I would so. be, I would tremble to think what fan art for us would look like. I could never, I, man, if you're out there listening and you are halfway skilled in, uh, in the visual arts. You, we need, you don't know what we look like, but what, I want to know what your visualizations <laughs> what of Saker and Evan are. You know, you got, you listen to podcasts and you get like a picture in your head of what the person looks yes. like and they never look like that. Have you but ever, like, oh, go ahead. That's it. Yeah. Well, who, who was, did you ever see a podcaster who was like the opposite of what you thought they would look like? Every single one of them. Really? Yeah. I always imagine somebody totally different. I have bad, I guess bad, like voice to face matching. That makes sense. For me, it's Jesse Thorne. Jesse Thorne, I thought, sounded like, uh, 
I don't know. I mean, he's been on our podcast. A balding man in a in his mid forties. Sounds, sounds like a dude who would hang out at a dive bar mm-hmm. and be like, but instead he's like a dapper, like, Ooh. Uh, yeah. So Jesse, uh, uh, I don't know. He uh, he looks very different than uh, than what I I thought he would look like. Um, oh wait, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's not. This is who Jesse Thorne is. <laughs> um, we're not laughing at you. No, we're laughing with you. <laughs> we think you look cool. Jesse we did Thorne. bring up a picture of him laughing. <laughs> There are no pictures of him laughing. Jesse Thorne finds amusement in nothing. Um, but I think you, we look exactly how you picture us, listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think... Two amorphous blobs of, yeah. of blacklight. With, uh, with yeah. shirts on, with blacklight shirts on. With blacklight shirts on. Oh, what if that was your mutant power? That I... You just were a blacklight. <laughs> <laughs> this is some fucking freshman year stoner. Oh, what is so popular in... in- what if I was a blacklight, man? What if I was always wearing a blacklight shirt and I actually was a blacklight too? I'm doing a really good job covering for you when you say something you think is going to be a fucking home run and then you take a giant bite of the sandwich that you have in front of you. I have to fucking cover for your ass. I'm not eating a sandwich. No, of course you aren't. Of course you aren't. Our misophonia. I can talk at any time. You can, you can ask me any question anytime you, and I'll answer it. You say shit and you're like, I'm going to be good for 45 to 50 seconds, I think. And I have nothing else that I need to say or do or think about. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll just process what Saker's saying and come up with some... If I can come up with something in the next 50 seconds that's another really good just get in there and, and hit him, then I can just take another bite. What's your favorite video game? Oh, man. Have I ever told you I love Earthbound? Right up here, bud. My little mother one, two, and three shrine. You don't even know. You ain't lived until you played it. I've never it. played that game. What's the plot? Um, You're a boy, and uh, there's an evil alien. Mm-hmm. And what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> What's the interface like? We're not talking about Earthbound. What we are talking about is this week's song. This week's song is called Flying Dreams. And if you've never heard it before, listeners, here is a quick sample. If you could walk Hoagie dogie. Oh, hoagie. I wish I was eating a hoagie right now. Hoagie dogie. This does one of the things that I love best about song introductions Mm -hmm. is that it flows from the last song into this song. It's one long unbroken chain. Did you ever have one of those albums where they start the next song in the previous track yeah i don't like that and then when you rip them yeah yeah. it sucks because yeah. you like start that like it starts the beginning of the next song and you're like god damn it yeah but this one when i was playing navigate mm-hmm. i accidentally let it slip into flying dreams a couple times <gasps> because i was like oh Did you think they were the same song yeah yeah <laughs> i thought half of the song was ed and half was kev they were doing a some fantastic on flying dreams mm. here um but boy oh boy they do do weird things with that intro they have the uh the classic Hearn scatting breath noise. Well, that's a Tonya Takak. She's a um, inu- oh yes, Inuit um, like percussive breather, a throat singer, throat singer. Well, it isn't throat singing because oh. that's that's a different type of um, thing. That's where they're like. Oh, I thought she was described. And she's probably a throat singer too. Oh, but I don't think I she does any throat singing on the song. It's mostly just percussive breathing, I thought. Yes, she is described as a throat singer, okay. but you're probably right that it is yeah. percussive And I'm sure breathing. that's a part of it, but I think that when I have listened to throat singing, I, I, I disambiguate that from the percussive part, because I listen to a lot of bands that use that, uh, sure. like, mostly in the context of like Finnish and Sami like folk music, Okay. and then I listen to a lot of bands that use throat singing, which are mostly like Tunguk or like, you know mongolian stuff but saker hates throat singing it makes him uncomfortable it does make me uncomfortable it makes me upset i don't like it i don't respect it uh, and i think that all people who do it should be thrown in jails um yeah but uh, tanya tagak she's got her shit down pat she did a good job on this one uh but also why like why what are you doing why have this at the beginning because it seems kind of dreamlike like breath breathy <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) 
Is that what dreams sound like to you? Mm-hmm. That that you don't have soundtracks to your dreams where you just somebody breathing in your ear. No, and when no Freddy one comes does, out and goes, <laughs> and you're a liar, and you've never thought you that. can't deny my lived experience. If I think you're lying, I think I can't deny you. I could not buy your bullshit. You're calling me a liar. Yes. I've never had a dream where someone has percussive breath breathed at me. <laughs> is this going to be the end of our podcast? Is me calling you a liar because of your percussive breath dreams? I said when we started this podcast, you can do anything you want except <laughs> call me a liar. You're right. I'll call you a piece of shit. Yep. I can call you a waste of human yep. flesh. And you did that. You opened I, the one <laughs> chest of drawers I told you not to. The when one shiffer When I adopted you after your parents died in a car crash, I said you could come to my manor house and learn the warlock arts. But... I require only one thing. There are no rules, no bedtimes. Eat cookies, they're far more delicious. But all I ask is that you do not open the secret chest. And you did. You I did. opened it. I mean, you know what I found inside? A big fucking lie. You found a book on necromancy so you can raise your dead parents. Oh, nice. You were keeping that from me. They're not going to be like you remember them. Yes, they will. I'm good at warlock I know you miss them, and you are a powerful young warlock saker, but... Power is not wisdom, and the road is long, but the sky is longer. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, you thought that was a another- crypto naturalist. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you took me in when you were nineteen and I was fifteen, right? And yeah. I, yeah, you were a legal adult. I you was. could adopt me. I could adopt anyone. Yeah, and in fact, you did. You adopted a lot of Man. people. Man, I had a lot of brothers, a lot of sisters. Do you think like that might be the next like scam? You know how like the like the scam before was like let's extend your extended warranty on your car and now it's like I want to buy your house for pennies on the dollar and the next one they're like hey do you want to be adopted mm. do you want me to adopt you that would be a fun one but what's the scheme I mean when you adopt someone you get like power of attorney over them basically oh I see but what is the incentive for me to be adopted um the, I'll pay you uh huh five hundred dollars cash well, shit I don't mind that. That's a good amount of money for someone to have. He's given me the go on signal. Um, yeah, I think that that could definitely be. Uh, I just got, man, I love when Become they. Become part of the family. I love when they engage with me. When I ask for a million dollars for my house mm-hmm. and they engage, those are the people I love. Those are my friends. I don't really pick up the phone anymore when I don't understand the number. Every time I see Scam Likely, mm-hmm. buddy, I'm in. In for a penny and a pound. So did you ever, Paul? Did you get that guy to come out and look at your property? No, I didn't. Oh. I had another woman who I asked for 800000 She said, we can do two hundred ten. I said, 810 <laughs> You go, you like to bargain the other way. <laughs> you just get higher as they get lower. Um, hey, you called me a million. <laughs> you'll loop back around to meeting them somewhere in the middle, I'm sure. I need $230,000 and a pint of your blood. Brother. Brother. We came perilously close to talking about this Bare Naked Ladies song. We always do. We glanced off of it yet again. Uh, we, we talked about the uh, throat singing. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were just so close. There were some really nice arpeggios that were like, they're like uh, ranged against the uh, sort of. Yeah. The, the, the synths kind of scaling up and scaling down. Um, they didn't have anything to really do with the whole of the song, they mm-hmm. were kind of removed from it. I think the whole song was meant to be dreamlike and a lot of it it, it it ties into Kevin sort of watching the Northern Lights Kevin yeah like where I mean he's definitely talking about something something very important to him and he's evoking a mood but also there's also I mean a dreamlike quality and that might have been Jim coming in like listen dude if you're going to talk about dreams you need to have synthesizers and percussive dream breathing like in all my dreams <laughs> oh this is jim i've got i've flown i've flown in uh tonya taguk and she's going to be doing the percussors for this percussion uh-huh. for this kev There's, this is non-negotiable <laughs> okay so you don't think yeah this is not a kev at all and i'm gonna go out and have my cracker jacks on my boat and i'll be back and i want i want you to lay down this track for me as he floats away the do 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 it's a place every time he pulls no, he out of the just, uh, Oh, he plays on the bass. bass. Sure, I love that. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I guess it could be the b- bizarre, like sort of synapse firing of you going to sleep. Is this like? <laughs> 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 it's just like, oh, maybe I'm driving yourself to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I have like trouble. A- I know Saker does. You don't have trouble going to sleep, but I have to. I have to hyperventilate. To, basically, <laughs> I start unconscious. You bring a paper and bag, and then I just kind of drift into dreamland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every night. Well, paper bag helps you not hyperventilate. 
uh, yeah, why is that? Because you're recycling your air. Well, you're not. Yeah, you don't. Because when you hyperventilate, you get too much oxygen. Oh, so it limits. It inhibits. Yes. yes. Okay. Once in a while. Once in a while. See the post limits. Sure. Oh, man. I miss those days. The days of the limits. Um, this is a real, it's a folksy little ditty, right? Folksy. It was very heartfelt. Yeah. I mean, I think it kind of has to be when it's about your daughter. I started listening to it. Uh, when I was reading the lyrics, I didn't know it was a Kev song. Oh, okay. So I thought that Ed was writing about something. I'm like, oh, this is just Silverball, but for planes. Because oh, I thought it was like, he's like, my my thought was that Kev, Kev, that after his accident, Ed was afraid to fly again. So he has dreams where he can still fly. Sure. And um, but and it's also mirroring his relationship with Natalie Herbert. Like he's making a song for Natalie that isn't an apology song. Jesus, you're um, a, yeah. And maybe like he's crashed and now he's scared to fly. He's losing that joy. Like maybe he can still fly a plane, but like he doesn't feel the like the sheer unbridled joy that he had before when he was like, "Wee, Ed's up." Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So and you- then I thought that I had this whole thing. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, oh, Kev wrote this. Yeah. Oh, about his. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> Thanks, Zappa. Uh, for those of you who don't have the background here, of course, um, Kev's daughter has uh, some. It's not multiple sclerosis it's something where Mm -hmm. she is going to be i think like wheelchair bound for the rest of her life and wheelchair bound and non-verbal yeah non-verbal like and um yeah and i mean she was supposed to live like four years and now she's like nine or ten because kev takes such good care of her yeah yeah um so uh yeah so i hope when you have dreams that you're flying in them is a very when i realized that i was like oh fuck I like this song a hundred times more now. Mm-hmm. Cause at first I was like, okay, Kev, like who gives a shit, whatever this is a, and I was like, Oh, this has some personal meaning to him. It, it struck me as a, one of the other Bernie Lady songs that makes me tear up Peterborough and the Kawarthas, mm. which is just like that beautiful, oh, you like got those, you got that parent feels, I got that hit parent you right in the parent feels. feels. I hate it. I don't want the parent. You get feels. those extra hooks in you now. Oh, he was, I mean, you can hear him. I hope, hopefully our listeners can't kicking when he should be napping. And my brain immediately just take, your, take their feet off. Well, I thought maybe he was trapped under one of his dressers that he knocked over on him. Just, I mean, you get those parent feels of shit mm-hmm. that will never happen and could never happen. And uh, anyway, um, yeah, even the title is very cute and nice in mm-hmm. this song. Although it's a little on the nose. I mean, I don't know how it couldn't be, but. Um, well, Cap can be on the nose. Of course. But I mean, I, I think that it's a very touching feeling like, hey, I can't really talk to you and you can't really communicate with me, but I really hope you're having a good life. Yeah. Like, yeah. In as much as, you know, I can provide for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's, it, it, it must be impossible to even empathize or, or sympathize with, empathize with Kev in this situation. God, I confuse those all the fucking time because like who else, there's so few people who are in a situation like this where they can never, their, their child can never talk to them mm-hmm. and can never tell them how much they appreciate them. That sucks. That's just, I don't know. Yeah, even like just, I mean, she's not even, can't even talk. It's like, she's completely non-communicative. Yeah. Communicative. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Oh uh, um, boy. You know, it is, I mean, it's, he thinks of it as like a miracle and, you know, I think he's wanted a kid and, yeah, you know. Yeah. And obviously it's a beautiful song. We've yeah. got this like blossoming music and Jim's very sweet harmonies and like, it's a good ass song, technically very proficient and just, I don't know. Yeah, it has like a very, had a very heartfelt, very sad sort of maudlin, but had a sort of Simon and Garfunkel vibe. Yeah. I could, do you mean musically or lyrically? Music, musically. Yeah. Musically. Okay. Yeah. I could hear that. I could hear that. Um, Dude. That's all. I have notes on the lyrics after that, but that's all I have about yep. the musicality. Yep, me too. Like I, this is this is Kev at his lyrical best. This is like he's doing half remembered imagery. He's doing bizarre metaphor. Like this is hidden sun, Kev. I think in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. this is like him touching touching grass, going back, going back <laughs> to his roots and being like, "This is who I used to be," and I love it. I love it. I think he's just the song. The lyrics are so 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 good. Um. I don't know. Any 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 piece of the lyrics stand out to you? Um, I mean, it's still it's obviously Kev. So he's like, flying over hospitals, shopping malls, ravines. I see candy <laughs> wrappers and cigarette packages. The packages are Marlboro packages. It's garbage day. Yeah. <laughs> to blow away on garbage day with candy wrappers and cigarette packages. I'm in the movie Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. That guy just got <laughs> shot. Um, 
It has sort of a rough ending, though, like where he talks about, you know, I've lost the ability to have flying dreams. Like, what yeah. is that? Like, is that is he referencing his cancer? Is he referencing how old he is? Like, yeah, that is fucking weird. It gets real dark at the end. Yeah, since fate intervened and took away my flying dreams. Ever since fate intervened and took away Is that like a, a commentary on like I can't? I mean, I you, you I have to take care of you now. Like I've I've passed them on to you. Like my whole life is kind of consumed in you, and so I mean that feels very mean. It does. That doesn't feel like Kev. Though. No, I don't, no think, I, don't, I don't think he would say something like that. So I think it has to be like I think he's referring. I mean, I can't think of anything but like the cancer or um, yeah, you know, just the fact that he's become more grounded in the world. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote down some ideas. Is it an artist's duty to talk to talk about their process? The end of the song almost makes me want to turn against it, whereas I'm sure Kev has a great explanation. He doesn't need to explain it to me, mm-hmm. but it does make me like the song less because it feels mean or like wrong. It doesn't fit tonally. It didn't work with what I thought the song was pushing the agenda, but at the same time, like the song is pushing a fundamentally sad agenda. Like he doesn't know what his daughter's life is it's like bittersweet i guess but i think it's the heavy handed on the bitter sad. i think it's sad yeah like it's it's like obviously he'd want her to be able to talk to right. him and to communicate in some way um but like he just has to hope that she is and like that's sad yeah that's horribly sad yeah this song sucks it's mean it's, <laughs> it's just, not mean it's real sad it's mean to our to us the listeners to put sad thoughts in our head <laughs> when i listen to a song by the band bare naked ladies it's like when uh when we were teaching my son about you know apologizing or something like that you should apologize when you hurt someone's feelings or right. like that and so he does something wrong and we're like you need to apologize for that he's like well i'm sad right now and you made me sad by making me apologize so now you apologize to me for making me sad i'm like <laughs> that okay oh, i think you understand man. the letter if not the spirit of oh the, that's the good i love that is that why he apologized a hundred times sorry i burped sorry i burped that's just something sorry, he does I farted. Now. that's just something he does now. it was very good um yeah how hard must it be to be a touring mu- musician who has kids all of them have kids to be mm-hmm. away from your kids for fucking seven months out of the year or whatever that sucks. I mean, a lot of, I mean, historically, a lot of, like, people have been away from their kids. Yeah, but we're beyond time. that. I know we are. But, yeah. And I think, I don't know. I think that, yes, it would be very hard, depending on if you liked your kids or not. It might <laughs> yeah, be a fucking okay. relief, you I know? Guess. Like, hey, I get out of the, get, yeah. Get out of the old ball and chain, Natalie Herbert. Yeah. And she gets to go back to interior designing. Sure. Yeah, she's got her own rich inner life. <laughs> she's, she doesn't need Ed around. Um, Yeah. I don't love, you mentioned that line about the cigarette packets too, mm-hmm. which I wasn't a fan of. It feels ugly. It doesn't rhyme. It. This is where the song starts to go dark a little bit. It would be fine if darkness were a theme of this song, but it doesn't feel like it is. Like we have these, the candy wrappers and cigarette he's, packets. He sees all this like dirty, banal stuff on the ground, but he's above it. He hopes that she's above it. Oh. And I mean, at the end of the day, all he has is hope is what he's saying. Yeah. Especially since he can no longer experience joy, it Jeez. seems like. <laughs> Clearly it was all <laughs> taken away from him. Um, yeah, I don't know. All, all I feel is I, sometimes I imagine I'm a puppet on the wall being moved by the hands of the creator, man, the earth mother. Actually, the more I fucking read this song... The darker it is, there's no more leaves. The raindrops freeze and glisten like teardrops in the trees. So we've got some winter imagery. Sink or swim, still sinking in. I've been swimming deep in the blues these days. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, this is dark. Sink or swim, still sinking in. I've been swimming deep in the blues these days. Being a caregiver for somebody who obviously requires a lot of care. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, I mean that's got to be draining. Anyway, yeah. even if you're, even if it's something that you feel fulfills you, it's still, it's still got to be draining. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, for sure. And who knows if this is fulfilling for him? I mean, the song might be happier if it were a more <laughs> fulfilling job for him. Seems like he's sad. 
I mean, I, Kev obviously is our sad boy. Mm-hmm. But he's also the funniest member of the Bare Naked Ladies and the most charismatic and charming. So well, that's how it works. You know, he's uh, got that. He's got those. The funniest people are often the saddest. saddest. Like the clown that's crying inside oh, when he's making you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, originally he was called Pugliachi, <laughs> but it was too easy to scratch up. I don't know what that reference No, it's fine. Don't is worry about it. Near dark reference. Um, anyway, Bud, that's literally all I had about this song called Flying Dreams by the band Bare Naked Ladies and specifically the artist known as Kevin W. Hearn. Finish your fucking sandwich. Swallow your eggs. Listeners, this is... I am so sorry for how unprofessional this Flying Dreams... We're 12 seasons in and we've given up on trying to be good at our jobs. I was planning on taking little bites, but it's such a good sandwich. <laughs> I just had to stuff it in my mouth. That's yo, Columbus folks, Katzinger's Deli. Oh yeah, it's good stuff. Go ahead, get that in your gullet. Because you have a meeting after this that you have to take, right? You couldn't have taken that sandwich with you, or no. <laughs> you got to eat the sandwiches fresh. Everyone knows that. Sure. While they're still warm from the whatever gloober. Why do you think that's Subway's motto? Eat, eat fresh. Yes, gotta. That's what I'm saying. You gotta eat them fresh. You gotta have chocolate milk. Eat Subway's old. Motto. Eat old. Eat old. Subway eat old. That's Soylent eat Dr- old. Dry bread. Yum. Well, do you have yeah, I don't have much else fucking I, I talk about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know that uh, Kev is really active in like the uh, autistic and like special needs kids communities, and he did okay. like a he performed this live for like the Dream Serenade concert. Oh, because one you- of the things I found for this was a bunch of like people with autistic kids and like special needs kids who were like playing this song over pictures of their kids like videos of their that's, kids like this this song was really touching for a lot of people in man, the a lot of caregivers and parents in that community that's cute as fuck and very sweet yeah um oh my goodness kevin hearn just released a new album holy but it's the motion picture soundtrack for there are no fakes i'll bet it's good uh anyway we'll do a whole episode about it after we're done with everything else that we have no, we aren't <laughs> i'm gonna do that um wow okay um so yeah i i, I see what you're saying and of course uh you know, Kev is a, a very good guy. Um, did you were, did you see any other versions of this? Were there live? Or did, did you watch see, the version that was they, the thing? It was it was a concert thing, so it was okay. not, it was not filmed. Oh, okay. Uh, the uh, Dream Serenade. Sure. Okay. Well, yeah, I didn't see any other versions of it though. Yeah, neither did I. I mean, it's got to be an intensely personal song, hard to play mm-hmm. live. Um. Well, Ev, why don't you tell me which mascot this song is about? This is, of course, about Kev Hearn's favorite mascot. Charles Schultz created Snoopy Woodstock Snoopy oh he's actually the mascot for one of our favorite flying organizations NASA what yeah blew your mind there didn't I? just blew it right out the back of your head I was gonna splattered say. a brain and bone on that wow all my earthbound <laughs> on, your, on your earthbound stuff all your mother two stuff what so Snoopy's got NASA Snoopy's got MetLife Snoopy's got Cedar Point fucking too much. But the first one he had was NASA because uh, it was like right before the um, 1958. Oh, no, no. That's when NASA was established because it succeeded NACA, which was the military. <laughs> it was, NACA was like our space force. Not nearly as catchy. Yeah. So this is civilian branch. Um, so like uh, it was in 1968, right before the moon landing. He went mm. to the moon. Um, Charles Sorts was like tempting fate because... They were sending people to the moon, and Snoopy was the mas- the safety mascot of NASA. NASA. So you get the uh, Silver Snoopy Award, which is apparently a for safety, which is apparently a very coveted award. Like you get a little silver pin with Snoopy on it. So when you say safety mascot, you don't mean like backup mascot. No, you mean mascot of sa- for of safety. Safety? Yeah. People don't usually have mascots for divisions. They of their company. That's wild. Not divisions, just just being you. safe at work because they're it's such a dangerous goddamn job I sending see. people into space. Okay. So yeah, he um they they sent him to the moon and these these silver pins for Snoopy. Um and uh he was there when they uh they built the Canada arm, which was the little mobile gripping oh, arm yeah, on yeah, the yeah. space station. Yeah. Um the ISS Artemis, all those stuff, Hubble, James Webb Space Telescope, which I'm really excited for. Voyager probes, you know all that fun stuff that NASA did. But he was with there. He was with them every step of the way. But Charles Schultz was something fake because like Snoopy's the mascot, the safety mascot of NASA. Right before they went to the moon, and a lot oh of stuff could have gone wrong. Yeah, and the Snoopy could forever be associated with like the Challenger disaster. Yikes! Holy shit! So, uh, but it turned out okay. 
Okay, good. Turned out okay. But Snoopy's going back to the moon in 2024 on the Orion. Boo. Okay. The Apollo Luna module was also so named Snoopy. So he's still the guy? He's been the mascot since 68. Wow. That is not publicized anywhere. It's just in uh, just in um, NASA itself. He, in his role as the Red Baron in particular. Not sure. the Red Baron, but his uh, flying ace, World War One flying yeah. ace. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, he also, Snoopy's played an astronaut a couple times approaching the moon. Okay. In the... Is someone trying to, to kill us, Paul? Yeah, it's an automatic machine gun. Someone trying to punch through the floor here? Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I don't know if I can keep podcasting, but he's been the mascot for 50 years. Don't cry. <laughs> a beagle. He's anthropomorphic beagle. He's more... I don't know anything. He has a rich inner life. Okay, great. He's a British You can stop, ace. stop, Ev. It's okay. He's a it's college okay. student, Joe Cool. You can stop. It's fine. We know everybody knows about Snoopy. So, so Snoopy can be selfish at times, even gluttonous, but like ultimately he's loyal, just like the narrator of this song, someone okay. caring for. So he's loyal, even loving, even though he can't remember Charlie Brown's name. He calls him that round headed kid. Does he really? He never, he doesn't Shitty. remember Charlie Brown's name. Wow. Well, he loves chocolates. He's apparently immune, immune he, to a uh, theobromide. Oh. Like oh. that's one that's Snoopy's superpower is that he's immune to theobromide. That's because, beautiful. Because he uh, can eat as much chocolate as he wants. I oh, guess. nice. How did they discover that though? I don't like Charlie Brown. He just eats a lot of chocolate. Yeah. So and, doesn't, and doesn't die. Yeah. But I mean, at some point, someone had to give him that chocolate. So someone fed a dog chocolate knowingly. Yeah, I guess. Probably Peppermint Patty. That son that of a gun. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, he has to. Um, so Charles, Charles Schultz said about Snoopy, like that. Uh, he Because Snoopy doesn't actually talk. Like he's, right. it's he all thinks. thought bubbles. But the only thing, word he says is woof. Right. So he's got this like rich. Uh, Snoopy has to retreat into his fantasy world to survive. Otherwise, he leads kind of a dull, miserable life. Wow. I don't. I don't envy dogs. <laughs> Charles W. Schultz. Oh my God! Not a dog person. Yeah. So he's got Snoopy has a bunch of. Uh, um, he can be heard by other animals. Like Woodstock hears him. Right. And Snoopy has like six or seven brothers and sisters: yes. Andy, Spike, Olaf, Rover, Belle, Molly, Marbles. Yeah. Snoop and Schultz has always regretted giving him siblings. He hates them. Why? Because they weaken snoopy's like uh like singularity sure that makes like, sense he was a he was this cool talking dog and i was got a bunch of other like sh- stupid shtick that they do okay so, well it seems like he's got a lot of regrets seems like schultz is a yeah i feel like schultz is a is a real uh real <laughs> real piece of shit, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah no doubt so yeah so i mean it's it's obvious snoopy's the mascot of nasa nasa is the the song's about flying nasa's all about flying um mm. above the earth and uh you know it's a dream it's about the dream of humanity so what you're arguing is that kevin hearn did not write this song about his development developmentally challenged daughter and he instead wrote it about snoopy the dog yes the mascot of Ma- as in specifically in his role as the mascot, the mascot of, of NASA. NASA. Okay. i hope you still have flying dreams because remember snoopy can't communicate with sure humans sure he can only think yes he can only say woof so he hopes that he hopes that snoopy's having a great life he okay hopes that snoopy's having, oh. just like his own daughter havana sure he hopes that Havana is able to have the rich inner life that Snoopy has. Sure. And just like Charles Schultz, he worries that she's having a miserable life. That's sad. And that he hopes that she can retreat into her fantasy world and fly. Very sweet. And wa- look at all the cigarette burns. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, um, it's time for a triple throwdown, my friend. Snoopy versus Pegman versus <laughs> Mr. Quinn. <laughs> this fight is taking place on... What's our date? October 25th. That's Ooh, soon. Getting close to Halloween. Okay. So, so I, bet, I bet he's got a Halloween costume. Okay. Pegman's a, ha- a witch. Pegman's the witch. Pegman's the witch. Pegman as witch. Okay. So he can fly. He's and got a flying broom. He cannot fly himself, but he has a broom that can fly when he sits on it. Sure. And it takes place... Where the fuck are we? It takes place... Oh, <gasps> Canada. Wow, like Manitoba. in Quebec. Oh, Quebec. Okay. So it takes place near uh, Lac Perroche uh, in Quebec, near Brisset, near, of course, uh, Cania Piscow. <laughs> wow, I'm fucking these up real bad, I'm sure. So, so. Uh, Snoopy has frequently portrayed a Frenchman. Yes, of and course. A, even a Quebecois. So this is Snoopy's home territory. Well, Snoopy knows more about this. The, he, Snoopy knows the land. However. Pegman also knows the land. Mr. Clean, what is his uh, French name? It's like uh, Monsieur... Uh, Proper. Proper Monsieur Goodtime. <laughs> <laughs> 
He had. He was like Mr. Blow Up in every other language but English, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Mr. Proper. Mr. Proper. Yeah. Monsieur Proper. Okay. Monsieur Proper. Um, so we've got three Frenchmen going up against each other. In a, a, French, lot of a French witch. Okay, so let's let's. Go. Mr. Clean's got his usual kit. He's got his his weighted bucket. He's got his weighted mop. He's yes. got his various cleaning supplies. His various abrasives that he can a- apply to any surface. Yes, yes. Living or not. Yes. Pegman's got Pegman's got a witch broom, a cloak, spells. I don't know. Okay, Can we got some spells for him. No, I, I don't. don't. Think he does. I think he can fly around. Okay, cool. He gets dropped in the air and he goes. Zips around and then um, and Snoopy has Snoopy has a rich inner life. Snoopy has well, we can give him his doghouse so that he has something to pretend he's flying on, right? As okay. the combat, as the as the so the Snoopy World is pretending companies. though. Yes. So I think the first thing Mister Clean does is snatches the broom from Pegman because brooms are his domain. Yeah, he actually holds up his hand and then Pegman's broom <laughs> slides <laughs> out like Thor's fucking yeah. hammer and it just yes. just goes into his hand and Pegman sure. tumbles to the earth and ex- splatters. Yeah. Okay. So he dies immediately <laughs> and then he beats the shit out of a dog with a broom. I hate Mr. Clean. I hate him too, but he's so strong. Like, what do we do against somebody we like can't. that? We gotta give up. I don't want to do this anymore, Saker. <laughs> I don't like this. Mr. Clean wins. Again. Not even a fucking yeah, Jesus. fight. We had to, I had to pick better mascots. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to do this. Somebody needs to take this monster Please, down. BNL, write a song about oh, someone tougher than Mr. God. Clean. He's just sitting there with his arms crossed, blood spread. <laughs> <laughs> dog corpse. He oh, then picks he... up the dog's skull and says, I'm about to jug her. <laughs> no, yeah, he strips off Snoopy's skin, bleaches all the bones. Yes, that's Gotta right. keep it clean. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he wipes his face off with a magic eraser. Keep it proper. Keep it proper. That's what they say up in oh, Quebec. Yeah. There's, there's like a splatter of dog blood all over his like nice sailor shirt, his perfectly white shirt. <laughs> that makes him very upset. It makes him very upset. Yeah. 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 Um, he takes just he takes a knife and just cuts <laughs> the, the shirt out off of it. <laughs> Mr. Clean is fucking terrifying. And then you just see underneath his body is just covered in scars. Oh, Jesus. My oh body my is a road map of oh, pain. He takes a little piece of Snoopy and Pegman just for <laughs> to sew onto his body later. Oh, my God. This man is nuts. And this giant hand appears out of the sky and it like grasps Picks that there's it. nothing there. It tries oh, to pick Pegman, Pegman, but Pegman keeps slipping through its fingers because he's just... Oh, man. <laughs> just, Doesn't Mr. Clean replace Pegman as the uh, Google Maps mascot now? It tries to grab him. I oh, yeah. The hand of God can Does touch he break him. the fingers of Master Not even hand? the hand of God can touch Mr. Clean. Man, yeah. That's a great he's question. He's too slippery. He keeps trying to grab oh, him. Oh, sure, sure, sure. His little, his little bald head. <laughs> he's trying to squeeze He's trying to grab him, but like, he, yeah, he's, he's just slippery. He's all, he's all yeah. oiled up. He's a greased man. He's not oiled up. That's the uh, He's no greasy strangler. He gleams, dude. That he gleams from clean, not gleams from oil. You think he's oily? I think he's frictionless. I could be with you I think you his there. head is frictionless. I could be with you there. He doesn't even walk. He just glides <laughs> wherever he goes because he's frictionless. I don't think he moves other than to just appear places. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> Mr. Clean is a cryptid. He's fucking terrifying. <laughs> Ugh. Okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, having done that, uh, I guess it's time to rate this <sighs> song. Ev, as usual, we rate the song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes the song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes, the better. As usual, we start with you as our best friend. Go ahead, Ev. I have a rich inner life. I do. Okay. I'll believe you. Are you going to lie? You call me a liar again? No. I think you're, yeah, whatever. Your little books that you write. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> All right. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm wearing shoes and a, and, and a, and a shirt and... Boxer shorts, it's fine. It's fine. Tell me about your new L5R novel. No, no I don't. I don't need to. Please. I'm, just, I'm putting on a putting on a sweater. Which of the rings are warring, Ev? <laughs> I'm gonna take my socks off. No, Evan. I don't have socks. She knows shoes. Ev, Jeans. tell me about the Black Library. Jeans. I'm going. I'm going apple picking now. Ooh, can't wait. I'm going apple picking. I'm gonna get a cider donut. Get some apple cider. Pick those various varietal apples. Yeah. I reach up and I see my hand is. I go to grab the apple, but it goes through. Because this is just an imagination. But I can imagine how delicious those cider donuts are going to be. I can imagine how delicious that cider is going to be. I can imagine getting the pumpkin and holding it in my hands. I can sure. feel the flesh of the gourd so much crush so. inside my strong grip. It becomes real to you. This is the holodeck. Are you on the holodeck? Yeah. Okay. I'm in the inner the inner deck. The inner deck. Every every mind in the, my imagination zone. Is it real? 
No. Oh, okay. It's fake. It's, it's my inner life. I know. Ooh. I know the difference between real and fake. All right. I know what it's like. From your heart and from your hands. Why don't people understand? <laughs> my adventures. So yeah, I'm wearing a uh, autumn finery. I've got my. Uh, this isn't like. I don't think this is a top of the line Kev song, but it's a good Kev song. Sure. I think it's a. I mean, I'm not going to put this. I'm not I, on the way over here. I listen to Jerome, and I'm like, yeah, fuck, fuck, I love Jerome. This is not a Jerome for me. This is not a Jerome. Okay. So this is a cool autumn day. I'm in a flannel. I'm in uh, jeans, barefoot, uh, drinking a hot apple cider, eating an apple covered in apples. I hate that Jerome is your gold standard for Kev. Fucking love Jerome. I know. I know you do. Vanishing's my gold standard, but I like Ugh. Jerome is a very close second. Oh, such bad taste. Hidden Sen is good, too. Yes. That's the Hidden one. Sentai. Although, another spin is the best. No! <laughs> <laughs> All right. To each pizone. I want to get another spin. That's not how it goes. I hope the Mets you, do not win. It's, it, the playoffs. The playoffs. <laughs> The playoffs. <laughs> no, you're thinking of the wrong song. I don't remember which Kev song that is, but another spin is I Give the Invisible Globe. Fence. What? Invisible Fence is what Yes, yes, exactly what you're thinking of. Um, Ebbo. Correct. For what? this man? Yes. <laughs> Me? For my dollar. For my dollar? For my 50 cents. My for my nickel. My shiny tax. Uncle invites me to a secret exclusive go-kart race. What's your uncle's name? Angbach. Um, 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 Angbach. My uncle Angbach. Is that a traditional Lebanese name or? Uh, no. Thank you. Okay. I just it's it's, not. It's, it's just sounds singular. It's a chosen name. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I just was trying to find out more about your culture. Okay. I didn't. That, that question didn't come oh, from no, a no, place no, of you. challenging. I just wanted to learn more about you as a person sure, and, and sure, your sure, background. Sure. And the best way to do that is ask closed questions. Yes, no. Not open questions like, oh, where is that name from? I was going to bridge off that. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not calling you a liar. I'm calling you a piece of shit, which is okay. That's fine. Yeah, I'll allow it. Um, Gabak. So. Was he named after the movie? No, he's 70 years old. Okay. The movie was named after him. Yes. Well, I don't I don't. I'm finding out so much about your heritage. Yeah. He is a master martial artist. Awesome. What martial arts does he practice? Well... He practices from his what own region do they hail? Self-taught style. Ah, yeah. Ongbakdo. Ongbakdo. Oh, that's correct. Um, he invites me to the secret go kart race in the Bronx. <laughs> so I'm headed down to my uncle's secret go kart race, and it is wild. There are folks there who have fucking clown outfits on. There are folks who have dressed up like ballerinas. There are folks there who are in Sentai suits, black head to toe. They put the prize of the thing. When you're racing, you got to race around the thing, come back, and you got to grab a bag out of the air. It's filled with crystal meth. That's right. Yes, that's what this go-kart race. That's the prize at the end. Yeah, it's a big it's bag. The winner gets a huge <laughs> bag of crystal <laughs> meth. Just the Kroger the bag. The good stuff. Filled to the top with <laughs> crystal <laughs> meth. Um, so I'm like, well, fuck, I need a cool costume. So I, uh, you know, I find a turtleneck and I find a spirit Halloween. Yes. Tis the season. And, uh, I find a, uh, a lonely Island turtleneck and Jane costume. (laughs) And I say, not weird enough. I got to make this weirder. What if I was cold on my neck, but hot on my arms. So I cut the sleeves. It's a turtle, a sleeveless turtleneck. Right. Okay. And I, I tuck it. I see what's going on here. Then I find, uh. Then I find a, a jockey costume, and I get mm-hmm. on those big, poofy jodhpurs, mm-hmm. uh, and then I put on some rain slickers on I my boot area. And, All um, from Spirit Halloween. So these aren't actual like rain slickers. They aren't functional in the least. They're a costume. <laughs> I'm going to get wet, wet, wet tonight. Rain Man costume. I don't think the person <laughs> who made this understood what that meant. No, they can never do the actual name of the thing. I know, so but it's, it's, it's just called Mr. Rain- Hoffman costume. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> It's Rain Man, but it's not the movie Rain Man. Yeah. Man yeah, Rain yeah, Man. yeah, 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 um, Wet Boy costume. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so I go to this go-kart race, um, and a, I come in last place. I get into a horrible crash. Uh, it's a fiery explosion. No meth for you. Uh, no meth for me. Oh, and you're wearing, like, costume stuff, so, and so it that's going to melt right yeah. onto me. It's all rayon. For the rest of my life, uh, I have to think about and live with this darkness that encroaches upon me. At the end of this, like... You live with it every day. ...interesting thing that was happening to me, now it's suddenly dark at the end <laughs> for no reason. And For uh, every reason. Well, uh, I can never feel happiness again. <laughs> My dreams are taken away. <laughs> yeah, he's real sad. 
I the guess. The whole song was very sad. I'm very sad. I hope my daughter isn't as sad as me. It's yeah. basically the, the, the thrust of the song. That's fair. Um, so, uh, what I say? Uh, turtleneck, no sleeves, jodhpurs, and rain boots. It's all melted to you, though. Melted to my skin. We'll be right back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Ladies podcast. <laughs> Hey, Evan. What's your political platform that you're running on? Dude, I am so happy you asked me. My political platform is just like, I want more detectives. Just like... Not beat cops. Beat cops are the problem. That's the ones you see beating people. Detectives, they're just solving major cases. Yes, ACAB, but not ACAD. ACAD. It's all cops are detectives now. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's right. I'm giving everyone... It's like when the uh, U.S. Army was like, we're going to raise morale by giving everyone a Green Beret. Did they really? Yeah, they gave everyone a beret, and the Green Berets were like, what? Near berets. That sucks. So they gave them an extra special beret or something like that. Oh, nice, fancy beret. It was like 10 years ago. Didn't work out. They gave him a purple toupee. Yeah, so I would want... Yeah, I just want more... Everyone trench coats. Everyone loose ties around their necks. It was a... A, ty- a tiresome day on the office beat, and That's I was correct. I was drunk by noon. That's cr- yes. I want them to be drunk. I want them to always have a notepad on yep, them. It seems like this will uh, cut down on police brutality. <laughs> which is is that your drunk. is that one of your planks is cutting down police brutality, or is it just like make everyone detectives? Just- let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I have a real I have a real hands off approach. Let's just so see. every every police precinct is emptied out, and they're all detectives. <laughs> so all of them get huge pay bumps. Yes. The beat cops. Oh, but hey, I don't know. Are detectives part of the policeman's union? Or are they like at-will employees? Maybe I want more private eyes. Ah, Maybe so, I want to oh, privatize the police. Privatize the police. Yes. Oh, no, like in RoboCop. No, no. I want the choice. Anyone should be able to investigate anything oh, legally. Jesus. Well, I think you can. I've and seen enough put them in jail. kid detective shows oh. to know. Uh, Do you see that movie? Oh, what if it's only kids? Only kid PIs from now on, because kids can't be brutal and mean. Uh-oh, that's they can. <laughs> their, their empathy hasn't developed yet. Yeah. But that just means they're pure logic. That's true. You that's ever seen kids? No heart. They make perfect sense. <laughs> Sometimes they make too much sense. <laughs> they understand how rules work. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow, I think I may have solved a lot of problems yeah. today. I, Minneapolis is like looking at getting rid of the police. Uh, yeah. And so this might be a solution. Yeah, this seems like it. Privatize everyone. Um, also privatize postal workers and privatize hospitals and privatize. <laughs> I just want everything private. Um, what political platform are you running on? I am running on. <sighs> hmm. What? A <laughs> <laughs> lot of thought going into this. I, did, I always forget that you asked me the question back. <laughs> say, the, my... say, what's the first word that comes to your mind? Destiny's Child. Destiny's <laughs> Child. Great. Let's run with that. Say my name. Say my name. Everyone gets a new name. Okay. I think the problem is is we've we've gotten too tied. We're to, complacent. We're complacent <laughs> in our names. Every it's like the the Japanese Tokugawa era Japanese where you get a new name when you become an adult. You get a new name like when you die. You get a new name when you like change change your job. So everybody's changing names all the fucking time. Oh, here's what I think. I think the problem is is that like people don't accept like people get stuck in their ways and they don't want to accept people change their names, change their genders. You know, like people are you know we're becoming different things. We're like butterflies. We're all becoming you know we're all becoming what we're becoming. And it, it might take a couple. Um, a couple iterations to get there but you know eventually we're kind of locking in everyone just shouldn't be you shouldn't be held back from from exploring your true self you shouldn't be held back from forming that cocoon because you gotta because you know, the the caterpillar's got to turn into goo before it can become a beautiful butterfly and that's what you got to do you got to take yourself back down the mill including your name including everything so you got to change your name change your look you just got to do that every you mandate a government mandate change your name every every two or three months God. until until you settle on one that you're gonna stick with for the rest of your life and then, then then you just know you just know i wish i had a sandwich to eat during that time that would have been the perfect moment God you damn. have a sandwich you could have brought down any um you always sound like you're doing an impression of uh rick when you do your long fast rails <laughs> morty we uh, we're we gonna go to the 100 years 100 years rick and morty thanks thanks yeah i think i'm making way more sense than him mm. Rick isn't running Rick's for city comptroller. <laughs> Education God. trustee. I just want to say that I know a council member. Can I just say that, please? No. Will you do this for me? Will you run for city council? I could, and I would be elected because no one ever runs for city council. Great. They're trying to fill them so hard, but I'm not going to do that. Isn't that, it's like a six, is it seven digit salary? Six or seven? No, not, oh, you're talking about Columbus. I'm talking about my municipality where the salary is none. 
No, that's what I was also referring to. Oh, okay. It's like it's like it has to be low enough that it doesn't count as the public retirement system oh, thing. I so see. it's like six hundred. It's like an honorarium of like six hundred dollars or something. A you year. know, you know who else makes no money? Anthony from. I don't know any Anthony's. No reservations. St. Anthony. Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. Uh, that would be our friends at Interstitial. Interstitial is a Kingdom Hearts-inspired crossover actual play podcast playing Interstitial, Our Hearts Intertwined. They used to be a program that ended, but they're starting a new season. That's right. <laughs> Authority Vremix just got posted on October 2nd. That's yesterday. <gasps> to celebrate... Man, that's the second update. I don't know what's going on. How, how, are, we on a, are we on a live viable network now? Morty? Is something going to happen? Is something <laughs> happening to us? To did we just reinvigorate the orange groves? I think we did. I think we did. Uh, uh, oh, this is a one shot. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> to celebrate and show the new book coming from the team behind Very Random Encounters podcast, the season two cast got together to run a campaign using the book of Random Encounters. You can find the book at bit.ly slash random book. Capital R, capital B. Curious to what that looks like, because I do like a good random encounter now and again. Yeah, you I wonder if it's just too. a list of tables or if it's like you get a full like book of layers thing where you like you come across a, a wedding a human wedding that got all smashed up and there's just hoof prints everywhere because centaurs came and abducted everybody well it's it looks like it's uh it's system agnostic it's a but it's fantasy hooks um inspiring random encounter prompts oh prompts. organized into themes <laughs> and locations i don't know i don't know anything more about it but there did you go did the ghost's juice find <laughs> the daughter it's fact it found it just fine um boy this uh this season is wild this season's characters are john cena sans from undertale catwoman and atticus finch oh that's a good combo folks i gotta yeah, say I feel like they'll work well together yes they will i feel like john cena in particular is a team player he's he's the glue mm -hmm. he's the glue atticus you know you can take or leave him. He's a lone wolf. Mm. I'm not a big Atticus fan. He's, he's, a what, real, he's a wolverine. He's a wolverine, which is the level above alpha. Yes. Lambda, beta, beta alpha, alpha, wolverine. <laughs> See you later, bub. <laughs> I was just going to fucking transition. <laughs> See you later. Bye. And we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Ladies podcast. Now's the time when we bindle this flindle and find out what we got to grindle. Our grindle this week. Thanks, that was fun. Spin it again if we get it three oh, times. Please, we're please, done. Please. Uh, we passed it up. Toe to toe. Grab another random song. Which wins? So we usually do the best of, right? <laughs> we, no, it was, no, it was the uh, uh, adult contemporary right. top 50 from the year that this song yes, came out. Adult. And then you take a, pick a random song from that. Okay. I thought. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, so 2018 adult contemporary songs year end. Uh, how did we, I think we just went like way down the list, right? Yes. So song number 36. Okay. So song number 36 is Whatever It Takes by Imagine Dragons. Uh, you want to listen to a little bit of it? I'm up. I'm sitting down. <laughs> I got my body moving all around. Welcome to the new age. <laughs> to the new age. <laughs> to the dragon age. <laughs> Let's let's hear this song. <laughs> Falling too fast to prepare for this. Tripping in the world could be dangerous. Everybody circling his vultures. Negative, nepotist. Everybody waiting for the fall of man. Everybody praying for the end of times. Everybody hoping they could be the one. I was born to run. I was born for this. Whip, whip, run me like a race Okay, so Baronica Ladies. Versus, Flying Dreams versus, versus Imagine, Imagine Dragons, Dragons, whatever it takes. Imagine Dragons sounds like a good band name for the person, the band that would have written Flying Dreams. One hundred and Bernie Lady should have written whatever it takes. takes. Yes, I think they should swap. I mean, whatever it takes has like a BNL style rap opening, it does. but I mean, not with a, any sense of humor. Yeah, living in the world that is dangerous. Everyone is full of nepotists. I don't like anything. Got to take my bris. Kind of go to bris. <laughs> go to bris. <laughs> kind of dour. Um. Uh, yeah, okay, this, if I had to guess, because I remember hearing this song on commercials and shit, I would have thought it was way above number 36 for that year, because, like, that was a big year for, that was a big year for Imagine Dragons, right? For the ID, for the id? For the id, that's right. Call him. Um, so we call him. I don't know, I think that both songs are sad. 
Yeah. One of them, because he's meditating on the... The Imagine Dragon song is he's meditating on the state of the world where, you know, it's just kind of a, everything's kind of shitty. Yeah. But, but he's going to do whatever it takes to get ahead, right? Uh, so okay. it's, it's, oh, it's sort oh, of okay, a little okay. bit more cynical, right? Yes. I could see that. And Kev's is more like, I know the world is shitty. I'm a shitty part of it, but I'm going to try and make this a better place for yeah. people around me. Kev's is more, more light, I would say. Also nicer. Yes. Because the song is about how he's broken fundamentally, but... He's going to try. He, he's not going to let that bleed into his relationships. But we're not doing which song is nice. I know. I'm just. We're examining us. them back yeah, no, to no, back. No, 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 no. Okay. 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 You can examine anything. Uh, you can examine. I anything. think that uh, the biceps on the lead singer of Imagine Dragons are much more <laughs> swole than Kev's. Sure. I don't. Take that as you will. It's, I'm glad it might, be for a, that. might be a mark in the favor. It might not be. Okay. Okay. Um, so commercially more successful. Um, a little darker. Well, I think by by dint of being on the adult contemporary chart, it's going to be commercially more successful than than uh, yeah, Flying Dreams. Obviously, yeah. So, like, I don't think we can use that particular thing as a qualifier for qualifier. I'm just examining it. Oh, all I was doing was examining it. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I withdraw my point. Strike <laughs> um, that. Strike <laughs> that from the record. Strike in. Um, but watch yourself, counselor. Um, so, so what is know. what's better? What's better? I think Flying Dreams has been more influential <laughs> since 2018. More people are looking to Flying yeah, Dreams. Yeah, so. I think that uh, we got a better system. B stands for bigger. Bigger. Which song is bigger? Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Yep. Yeah. E stands, stands for, for entertaining. Which song is more entertaining? I'd say Flying Dreams for me. Uh. I'm going to say whatever I think, it takes. I don't really like the sound of whatever it takes. I don't either, but that rap breakdown, I'm, again, better is broken down. I think yes. it's more entertaining. Yes. Yeah, Flying Dreams doesn't entertain me. Um, so, hold on. Let me keep track of points. So, Imagine Dragons got two points from the first one, because we both voted for them. Yes. And then, you were a split decision on this one, yes. right? Yes. Okay. So, Imagine Dragons is three, Brennica Ladies is at one. See, we're making this so scientific. T, T stands for... Tried and true. Okay, which one is more tried and true to the band's uh, image? Oh, better get forward? ladies. Is it? Because I think like Imagine Dragons. This song is an Imagine Dragon song. If I heard this song, I'd be like, Oh yeah, this is Imagine Dragons. The only Imagine Dragon song I know is Radioactive. Mm-hmm. And so this doesn't. Say, radioactive is plodding and slow. This one was like, like okay. this one is. So it's not true. Well, it's, it's you know what? If it's true for you, it's true, buddy. We're, we could split our decisions here. So I mean, this is true to. I, I feel like Flying Dreams is a uh, true to a Kev song. Yes. So yeah, I'll, I'll okay, say better get ladies. Yeah. T stands for toxic which of these songs is hard to bear which of these songs is more like the britney spears Fierce song toxic, toxic. um let's that see. should be a qualification for which song is better which yes, song is more yes, like yes. toxic okay so it's gonna be imagined it's gonna be imagined dragons is way more like toxic yeah. yeah okay all right oh boy we got another got a second of- e the second E is for which song is more egg-based. <laughs> so, mm, mm. which song deals more with eggs? Well, I don't know. The, I don't have the whole lyrics well, me, of the Imagine Dragon song before okay. me. Okay, I, I can bring them up here, and I can just do a real quick breakfast scan. Because I think that the Flying Dreams, you're flying over a mall, right? Uh-huh. You're seeing wrappers. They could so be ans- could be, they could be egg sandwich wrappers. And there's candy wrappers. Yeah. So I think there's eggs and probably some candies. Yeah. Um, and this one doesn't mention food at all okay well then that's the double points for bnl sure it does mention parentheses to put two parentheses together and there you've got an egg uh but i think yeah does I think, it say egg no okay okay all right this is two in bnl's favor it's tied okay as we come to the last letter r which stands of course for retro okay <laughs> <laughs> which of these songs is going to stand the test of time and come back in 20 years i mean i feel like imagine dragons is very of its time yeah i feel like they are in the moment Whereas Flying Dreams, I feel like Flying Dreams is going to come, like a lot of it's going to reach kids, parent, kids and caregivers, you know, going forward in the in the autistic special sure. needs community. Like I feel like it's already found a place there. Brother, brother, Flying, Flying Dreams, Dreams just won <laughs> for our from our scientific better scale <laughs> better method. I don't remember what any, uh, I, we're gonna have to use that next time we roll <laughs> yeah, this, but we're we not gonna remember. Neither of us will remember that shit. Some some listener, please write into <laughs> us and tell us what our better method was, so I can look it up whenever we need to. Uh, I'm gonna put that on. Uh, uh, fucking, I don't know, Cal. Cal, please turn into the rest with the better method. All right. That's what you do in an emergency. You point at you. Call the police. That's right. Cal, <laughs> right into us. Tell us what the better method is. Speaking of emails that Cal's going to write to us, let's take a listener email. Oh, God, is it Cal? No. Okay. 
It's time for an email from our friends, our fans, our Weasley Little Whips. You can email us. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. This is an email from our friend Thomas Bird. Hey, Thomas Bird. My boy, Timmy B. Do you think um, <laughs> nobody's ever called him Timmy B? Hi, Saker. You and don't Evan. know that. Hi, Saker and Evan. <laughs> Hi, Thomas Bird. Hi, Saker and Evan. As the end is. As the end is in sight, I thought I'd get one final question in before the end of the Tour de Force. Thank you, Timmy B. Question. Since the boys have released the Tour de Force, they've had a lot of downtime. They aren't touring for a while yet. Each lady decides to start a podcast unrelated to their music. What is each lady's podcast called? What is its subject? Who is its co-host? And who has the most success? Thanks for keeping me entertained on my Tuesday commutes, Thomas Bird. So, uh, Jim's is called... Tim Talks. Okay. Not Jim Talks. No, because it's like a Jim with a Ted, Ted Talks mixed with Jim Talks. And that's where he goes and he just uh, reads a Wikipedia article to you. Oh, it's Wikipedia. No, it's not a scary <laughs> article. It's not a he scary article. He just hits the random article button? No, he finds a Wikipedia article he finds interesting. Or no, he has a uh, he has a rotating guest. And the okay. guest gets to recommend a Wikipedia okay, article, okay. which Jim will then examine, and then okay. he rates the guest based on that. Oh, he rates the guest? Yeah, because the, the guest has to come on and give an impromptu. What well, a nightmare. He finds a... So what happens is, Tim talks. Guest recommends a Wikipedia article. Jim reads the Wikipedia article. Then they get an um, expert in that field on. Okay. And then they debate. But this is a lot of... Work. Jim, Jim, ha- well, Jim has a lot of downtime and a lot of energy. That's fair. He gets to do it from his boat. Uh, sure. Eating Cracker Jacks. But so they're, they debate. And uh, then the person who recommended the article gets to decide who's the winner. Oh, interesting. A recognized, a recognized master of the field versus Jim, Jim who has read a single Wikipedia article on it. And this is called Tim Talks. <laughs> because you learn a lot, too. But then it's also funny because Jim doesn't know what he's talking about. He's a silly goofball. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, Kev has a podcast. Oh, and they both use uh, vocorders to like disguise their voices so you don't know who's talking. Oh. So you don't know whether. Boy, that sounds incredibly annoying. You don't know whether. <laughs> okay. It's like, well, actually, I think that. Manchester United football <laughs> team is one of the best in the league. Sure. Um, Kev has a podcast called um, uh, Micro Napping with Hearn. Um, and so it's, Nods off. It's a, uh, it's a ASMR podcast, but the idea behind it is uh, they're only like three-minute episodes. He intends for them to be longer, but uh, at the end of every episode, he gets really scared by something. <laughs> so he's just... He's talking to you very calmly to get you to go to sleep. <laughs> Was it a mouse? I think I saw a mouse. And then abruptly the episode ends. So uh, he puts one out. He puts two out a day. He really wants this idea to work. And his manager is dutifully. She doesn't. He thinks the podcast is called. He thinks that she's cutting these together and that <laughs> she, she's cutting out the bad parts. But uh, no, she's really bad at it. Oh, well, is she bad because this podcast is getting viral fame? This uh. strange man who releases two three-minute podcasts a day where he yelps. Um, yeah, so this is uh, micro-napping with Hearn. Tyler Stewart does the Twilight Zone mm-hmm. where he writes and reads his own creepy pastas. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> for, uh, for his children. Uh-huh. Okay. Sure. Um, is there any theme to them or any sort you of... You know, whatever comes... They're all... F- I don't want to say, say they're, they're all, all food-themed. <laughs> You you fucking hate Tyler. I love Tyler. <laughs> I would, I want everything to be food themed. Yeah, well that's true. Like Tyler is my uh, like idol. Yeah, look up to him. Yeah, he's yeah. like a hero to me. Um, Ed Robertson puts out a podcast called Egg Robertson, where uh, he just goes around Toronto and goes to every brunch place and orders the exact same egg the exact same way. He gets one over easy egg and one white piece of toast, no butter, at every place. <laughs> Does a little bit of dippy, gives it one bite off the toast, and then gives it a rating between six and 12 eggs. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense, but you know what? He's got to kill the time in between albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Steve releases a podcast called Love It or Steve It, where he does all the <laughs> other podcasts they're doing, but a little bit better than they do. That's very good. Yeah. Uh, and then Andy does a podcast called I'm Here Too, where... <laughs> 
he it's just uh andy with andy it's transcripts of uh his classes he just puts out podcasts of his, his it's actually pretty classes. interesting because he's in, he has a lot of yeah, musical theory to talk about it's he, the best part and he's really he's a really popular professor and he breaks <laughs> everything down for you out of the six it's very smart yeah. it's uh it's a great podcast. yet accessible it is accessible. In 20 minutes he'll break down like a a, a really imposing piece of music concept, yeah, yeah and then just make it so you can digest it andy is this is a legit yeah andy's a smart guy i love andy he's a good guy all right well yeah we got it thomas <laughs> yeah we knocked it out of that park hope that answered your question yeah, why are you looking at a picture of a boat you just hit random on wikipedia <laughs> i hit random on wikipedia i was looking at the brazilian patrol boat masai the p70 version of it of course um okie dokie bye bye <laughs> is that how we do it ev we're done yeah with the podcast close close do you want to know how many episodes we have left bud I've counted many, many times. <laughs> we have five left on this album. Uh-huh. And then the next album, we have... Um, oh, 15? hard to tell. I don't know. We have some amount left on the next album. <laughs> so that's... We're doing really good. We're almost done. So we have like 20, 20 left. We probably have 20 songs left. I think that's a reasonable assumption to say we have 20 songs left. And then we have to do an album wrap-up on this one, another one on that one. So 22 ups. Yeah. Okay, so can you handle? That's not a ton of apps. No, we can do that. Easy, easy, that's easy. Only, apps. In fact, that's only three and a half months. There's only 14 songs on the next album, not 15. So that's <gasps> 21 apps. Oh, po, po. wow, wow, wow. Um, okay, we're getting down to it. Yeah, what do you want to plug? Uh, I want to plug my Kickstarter. <laughs> Go on. I actually have something to What's plug. What's the Kickstarter this week? for this week? Um, we my band is uh releasing their eighth album, and uh, our Kickstarter is almost over at this point. Uh, oh, so no, quick, gotta pledge it up. Gotta pledge it up. Uh, so if you're into nerdcore hip hop, uh oh, mm-hmm. you're not. Um, you and if can, you have two thousand five hundred dollars, you can make take a sticker. Never talk about us again. One hundred percent. Please do. I'll join another band and I'll never talk to you again. Um, but uh, yeah, you can get the whole album for a dollar if you go to tinyurl.com/slash the number two, the letter D, the number six kicks two D six kicks. And I'll put it in the show notes. K-I-C-K-S. K-I-C-K-S. Not the cereal for kids. Mm, I love me some kicks. I never had kicks. It's one of those cereals that's like really corn based, like Captain Crunch. So when you eat a bunch of it, your hurt. mouth hurts because yeah. it like cuts you. Like, I love Captain Crunch, but you can't eat oh, like more than one bowl of that because it cuts the shit out of your mouth. Whenever my son falls down or trips or something, he goes, I hurt, hurt my me. crunch. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because Captain too. Crunch <laughs> is here. Uh, what are you plugging this week? Livestock. 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 Okay. What differentiates that from regular livestock? Uh, livestock. Livestock is like a livestock, but they're gelatinous. I got it. Make a jello pig. Make, Make a jello, a jello boot. Sheep. Yeah, it's like the, the vat-grown meat. Livestock is what they're <laughs> It's disgusting. I no, love it. No, no, vat-grown meat's the future, man. We can do that with it. No meat. No, no I just don't no like no the murder. name. I just hate. I hate livestock. <laughs> I would like them to call. It'll it resonate better. with the Zoomers. Deadstock, maybe, or nope. That one's even worse. Mm. Oh well, we'll come to it. Ebo, I've been Saker. I've been Saker. I thought I got to be Saker this oh, time. Fuck. Oh no! When you introduced me at the beginning of the podcast, you said Michael Saker. Okay. And I said, I Sager? also said Michael is Saker. I bet Ebo. Uh, no, you didn't get to be me. You're Saker too. Oh. Saker too. Why would you build me a new chassis? Because you changed. Call you Saker too. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. I love you all. <laughs>